Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Fong Chua. I'm an entrepreneur, business strategist, real estate investor, speaker, and also best-selling author. And every single day, I help others unlock the potentials and guide them to succeed. Today on the show, we have another fascinating guest. On this show, we interview celebrities, entrepreneurs, business CEOs, athletes, and artists to find out their path to success, how they're able to overcome challenges and adversity, and of course, their keys to success. And our guest today definitely could shine some light into that because she's been there. She's done that. She's very, very good at it. She inspires impacts and of course ignites so many people in the world around her and she's just one of those people that's so uh, passionate in what she does uh she also says to lots of people that hey if you're not happy if you're not content then it's time for a change right now and she helps a lot of people do those changes helps them implement certain strategies to achieve the success that people always wanted um i've had the privilege of speaking with her and speaking or sharing a virtual stage with her recently and wow her storytelling abilities, her energy, absolutely gravitating and something that I was like, you know what, I have to have her on my show and hence I'm very excited. Uh, she is a business builder, a movement maker, a person who's crowned the very first global next impactor. So please welcome five-time best-selling best author, coach, creator, producer of many, many shows and of course a show host of multiple shows as well, uh, Ms. Tamara Hunter. Wow, thank you. <laughs> You got that all in. I'm so excited to be here with you. And, you know, you were amazing on that a digital stage. And then uh, I, I loved the fact that you were helping us with the time and the backdrops and everything you were doing. I'm like, I got to know this guy. He's just got a sense of humor and he's right on it. Lickety split. I was so impressed. So oh, thank, thank you, you for inviting that. me here. And I'm excited to talk about this today. Cool. Awesome. Well, let's jump in right into it. Um, what's the what's that path like for you? That journey towards who you are today, this big global impactor, this big author. How'd you get there? One baby step at a time. <laughs> you know, that really is it. I, I always knew at a very young age that there was something big that I was going to be doing and get a load of this. Okay, so I'm a little girl and I'm the awkward one. I had to wear headgear going to school. And that was like a chin cap. I mean, I looked like I was ready to play hockey. And and it was because uh, I was born with, a, uh, people couldn't understand me. I had like, my mouth wasn't formed quite right. And so they had to do a bunch of stuff when I was young. And then I wasn't allowed to go outside because I was allergic to the sun on and on and on. And yet I had this mother that really had um, the, the knowledge and she at, uh, you know, it wasn't a big thing back then mindset yet. It was there were it's always been there. It might have been packaged different. It might have been said differently, but she understood it. And so she's like, Tamara, you can do anything you want, anything you want. Here I'm the one that, you know, uh, you know, you talk about their their teasing. Well, she's like, you know, turn that frown upside down and, you know, you're going to smile that day away. And so she taught me very young that every opportunity, every opportunity, any challenge is an opportunity. And so as my life went on, I, I knew I had something that I was supposed to do. And then I'm living my life. And then all of a sudden I got that call that many do three words, and um, my life was a diagnosis for a chapter in my book of life. Mindset, opportunity, opportunity overcome. So I was like, okay, let's do this. 
let's do this. So I went and got some new funky glasses. I was ready to go, you know, the whole thing in. And then my doctor's like, guess what? You won the most, the, the, the award for the most side effects of anyone that's gone through this diagnosis. I'm like, okay, an opportunity, an opportunity. And so as I came out of this, I met a buddy and we traveled our journey to health together. And our doctors and our nurses, uh, they knew when the rubber met the road because they're like, there they are, double trouble and the party bus. Because we were the ones that brought the energy. And they said that the frequency changed. Opportunity, opportunity. Everything in life is an opportunity. Well, my first day of opportunity there uh, for that diagnosis uh, treatment, <laughs> Uh, I had a severe reaction to my medicine and that's how I met my original buddy. And that's how we started this party bus. And my doctors and the nurses were like, you got to do something with this. And so that journey has been the journey that I've been on and it's just gotten bigger and better and opportunity continues to come. And I ended up putting into some of, you know, into this some of the building, because we're always building our resume, we're always building our skills. And so that opportunity of building the skills, putting it together with a worldwide movement now, I'm the girl next door, literally the girl next door. And that's the thing I want everybody to understand is that if a girl that's born with, uh, you know, just uh, challenges, opportunities, wink, wink, you know, and and then uh, is told, and then embraces it, and then not not listens, but it brings it into my heart and soul, and knows that I can accomplish anything, anything, because it's an opportunity an opportunity to grow. And so that's, that's it. And so the big take home on this is that anybody and everybody out there is the boy and girl next door. And we all have opportunities in life. And when we embrace that opportunity to say, okay, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> Make lemonade. All right. It's going to be pink, whatever it may be. You then take it and go with it. And miracles miracles happen and i've seen them seen them wow absolutely incredible <laughs> now for for somebody who's had so many things go against them and still coming above it it just shows the powerful uh the powerful words that you use um changing certain meanings to certain situations how opportunities are how challenges are opportunities and all that kind of stuff but that's all in your mind However, there's going to be people around you that's still going to tell you otherwise. So it's one thing to think about it and focus on it, but it's another thing to ward off the, the naysayers, to ignore the stuff that comes in from external sources. How do you do that? You know, great question. Great question. Many times life has an opportunity to present the solution. And in my situation, many times it has been not because I necessarily put myself in the girl cave. It was because the opportunity that arose was that I had to be kind of like 
put aside, put in, like I was in solitary confinement is what I called it before COVID uh, because I, um, I had a lot of health challenges that I faced my diagnosis with. And so, excuse me, they were like, you know, you can't be around family. I have four generations living in my home. How do you do that? Well, you, 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 you prepare for it. You put action because you know, I am a girl of action. I am a huge, if you will, woo-woo person in some ways, yet I'm an action taker. I am a person that just, you know, I make things happen because I know I can, I'm visual. And so I know I can do it. And so I do it. Well, in, in, um, in it, it's, it's, I actually have a lot of faith also. I will be honest with it. I have a lot of faith and I, I believe that when a uh, challenges rises, when that challenge takes place, we need to take a breath. We need to breathe. We need to look around and you may have people like all over the place and you may be like, <laughs> too much. thank you for sharing. But you know, I have, I have something to do here. And I have had those discussions sometimes. It's been, you know, um, I need to take care of these things. I love you. Thank you for the input. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're on my team. I need to do this. And I I appreciate the respect of, of me doing that, you know, whatever it is. And then it just so happens that a lot of times I'm put in a situation where and, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. All of a sudden you're sitting there and it's like, where is everybody? Well, maybe that was by divine design in that sometimes we're given that break, that moment, that time to reflect, meditate. I meditate by cleaning, wink, wink. That's really how I do it. That's my best trick there. Um, and and then fuel those jets, however it is. And I will say that when, um, when I was going through the diagnosis, and mind you, I haven't said what the diagnosis was, the power of words. I don't give it power. I don't give it power. I don't. I don't respect it. I don't give it power. It was a chapter in my life. That's a big take home right there. So um, what what happened was that I had plenty of time to reflect and everything. And there were moments there that a minute was way too long to think about because I was in so much pain. Uh, you know, the ch opportunity and I had plenty of them going on. And so what I ended up doing and many people will say you do it. And I did. And I will I will say sing it from the top of my roof. And I want everybody to hear this, too. Gratitude. Finding gratitude in the moment of the challenges you are taking the power back. And at that event, I talked about making your bed too. I was bed bound. I was in my room. Do you know I made my bed every morning just to jump right back into it? However, I did. You know why? It's that exercise. It's that action. It's taking, saying, you know what? 
control here. You're not. I am healed. I believe in I am statements. I am healed. Catch up with me, world, but I am healed. And then it was a matter of <laughs> that vent that we did. I actually, I don't, I have never done it before, but I kind of took the inner child thing. And we, it was because of my group and everything. And we had just been talking about inner child. And I kind of just took that really kind of down the road and had some fun with it. Yet, when I was going through my diagnosis, I would I lost my voice. That was one of my side effects. I had chemosaurs on, on my vocal cords and um, and with, you know, so I couldn't speak, but I could speak in my mind. I could sing in my mind. And <laughs> there was this child song that I would sing. If by chance you meet a frown, do not let it stay quickly. Turn it upside down and smile that frown away. No one likes a frowny face. Change it for a smile. Make the world a better place by smiling all the while. And I would sing that to myself before I would write my gratitude. And when it was really, really hard, that's when I ended up having more gratitude. I realized. And then you know what it did? It took that hard away. The power went away because I didn't. I took the power back mindset is it works many people kind of overlook it and think oh you know i hear about this all the time and I'm, well if you hear about it all the time and you haven't put it into practice i dare you do it because you know it i dare you i dare you double dog dare you because you know it, it works my doctor said something my doctors and nurses they were the ones that really helped get what i'm doing going and they were like we knew from the very beginning you were going to make this. You were going to make it. Mm-hmm. Because they, and this is another thing. A lot of people, because of the stress that's out there, because of, of, of the environment, because of so many different factors, many people are facing diagnoses right now. This came from my doctor that he knew I was going to make it. It didn't matter what my diagnosis and what my staging was or what it was. He knew I was going to make it because I knew I was going to make it. And then my nurses would back it up and say, you know, Tamara, it's not always the sickest one in the room that we lose. It's the saddest. It's the one that gave up. It's the one that I joined practice that they didn't give times or anything like this you know because power of words if someone says you only have this amount of time walk away find someone else to work with because you have as much time as you have time that is your life not theirs and uh my my group was very forward thinking and that's why i joined them and um so they were really big about the fact that attitude and belief and showing up with the attitude, uh, you know, with the the mindset, the heart, our hearts have brains. And when we really do the heart math of it and we really put it out there, anything and all things are possible. And they, I have seen, I have seen miracles within my movement, within our community, that when we were closed down because of COVID, we had some that were stage fours that when we came back out and they had to be retested, they had no evidence of cancer. How did that happen? 
They didn't see a doctor. They didn't go for treatment. They didn't have surgery. They didn't do anything except for they did a lot because it was all mindset work. It was we living, loving water, you know, Reiki. Do you realize the power of these cameras? Mm -hmm. Because you and I are not going to necessarily remember. Did we, did we meet in person or did we do this over camera? Because our brains will remember it and say, you know what? Didn't matter if you were in the same room or not because you were connected and together and that energy and that frequency is truly powerful and when you bring that frequency to a healing frequency anybody that's facing something right now understand that there are miracles out there you need to find your miracle go by go to the season aisle and go get mustard seeds and look how small that is and it's been said if you get the if you can have the faith of a mustard seed you can move a mountain diagnosis that's nothing <laughs> <laughs> absolutely incredible um so you you're able to help a lot of clients uh and business owners and people to succeed in in changing what their current status is either changing for the better, changing for uh, for growth, for improvement, whatever it is. But sometimes, as much as they want to do a change, they need a nudge. They need something for them to tactically implement into their daily lives for them to go, okay, I'm getting it. I, I'm, I'm seeing it work because there's a lot of limiting beliefs at the beginning. For you, you're very determined. You were like, no, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to charge my way through it. So how do you help those who have lots of limiting beliefs but truly wants to make a change? Number one, I listen to them. We all know we have two ears and one mouth, right? Okay, nothing new. You've heard this many times, yet do you put it into practice? When someone has their personal limiting beliefs, the best thing that someone can do with that's working with them is to ask questions and then button it. Because oftentimes in doing that and listening to them and asking, you know, you got to ask some questions that are going to, to dive in. Sure. However, in allowing for them to start sharing their beliefs, sharing what they're thinking, sharing, you can guide them through questions that they come up with their own answers. Mm -hmm. And when they find their own answers, that is then the fuel for them to have the same energy to go out there. Because another thing I do believe in, and I, anybody that knows me knows this very much, is that you can have a why, but what is your why behind the why? Because your why, as strong as it may be, trust me, it's going to be challenged. Yet when you have the why behind the why, and that is rock solid, and it's like a no budge situation, you're not going to budge from it and then flow, you know, allow for, allow for what is there. There is energy, there is flow, there is the opportunity for success because our, our world is set up for success. Not everybody understands that, yet it is so true. So when you're working with someone, ask them, button it, let them work it out and then guide them because sure we all have i have 
trust me, we all have our stuff. We do <laughs> in my group. Okay, you're gonna laugh at this one, but we take we have a lot of fun. We really do. Um, we, it's all about humor, hope, heart hugs, and a whole lot of love. Because and you're dealing with a lot of that other stuff. You need those. You know, you need humor, hope, heart hugs, and a whole lot of love. And so we say we all have our poopy buckets. We do. We all have our poopy buckets. And how full is yours? So then you start cleaning it. You start working through it. And I'm also going to say this is that challenge or opportunity, as I call it, is a great motivator because a lot of people are motivated, unfortunately, by pain, by suffering and such. And it's like, okay, I'm going to get up and don't let it get to that point. Work on those limiting beliefs. Find someone to help you through them. And believe, no, I'm going to say no. Know that you've got the answers hmm. as you start the exercise. Now, there's a lot of people out there who would love to go up on stages to speak, to share their stories. You are a, a person who speaks all over the world virtually live on stages and you're able to impact and inspire and ignite that fire in people. Now you were also challenged with a lot of situations where it's going to stop you or prevent you from speaking and speaking may or may not have been in the, in your foresight as to, Hey, this is what I'm going to do because of these situations, but you powered your way through it. So for people who are shy to stand mm -hmm. up and speak, what do you tell them? How do you help them out about overcoming the shyness of speaking in front of people? I can tell them I understand. I don't even think I was in grade school yet. Um, and someone came to the door. I didn't know that person, but the person was important to my mother. And my mom wanted me to meet this person. And I can, to this day, and I mean, we're talking in a few decades or more. <laughs> um, I can remember running behind the chair and hiding. And then I can remember another time, because this was when I didn't have the confidence, because people couldn't understand me, unless it was my family. And they, you know, they learned to, I, I, I hold my hands a lot, because I learned to talk with my hands as well as with my mouth, even though it's not sign language, but it was to get a message across. And so they, I, they would understand, but anybody knew didn't. And I would cry. I would hide. I would get sick. I understand. Then what switched it was opportunity. Truly opportunity. Um, I was the odd duck kid at school and I couldn't go out on playground. I had to watch the kids play. Someone came to the school after I had already been there, knew, had moved in. And the principal called me to the office and said, you know, we need your help. And I'm like, mine? How can I help? Hmm. And it was, we have a new girl that's come. And we need you to be a friend to this girl. This girl can't go out on the playground either. This girl has some challenges. Can you guide her around and be her friend? Oh, sure. I would love that. Well, that opportunity transformed 
the belief I had within myself, something so simple, so smart. And from that moment on, she and I started having this, this friendship. And, and then from there, it just grew. It grew and then it grew and then it grew. And then it got to a point where it's like, does she have an off switch? <laughs> because now it's like, okay, I can talk. <laughs> and I like it. Yet, it was by service, by serving and being open to a calling of service that a miracle, again, an opportunity changed. The challenge was overcome. And so then from there, I will say that there's times we all feel it, you know, especially, you know, when I've gone up and I've been in front of some big, 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 big groups. And it's like, okay, oh, there's a few butterflies in there. Okay, great. Not a problem. Then you do your thing. You get ready, you know, and you realize that everybody gets those butterflies. And it was explained to me long ago that that says you're alive. <laughs> and you're ready and it's go time wow. and use that energy. Those butterflies are giving you extra energy to then get it out there and share those butterflies with everyone else because you're going to help them. There's someone I always know. I always know that there's someone or many someone's that I'm supposed to touch. I'm there for them. I'm there to serve them. And so any insecurities that I may be feeling, because we all have them, they go out because it's the mission, it's the service. And when you can get to that point, and everybody can get there, whatever your subject matter is, real estate, economics, financial, uh, inspiration, motivation, any type of speakers, you all have people that need you. And you're serving them and let that energy go out there. And if it's someone that possibly is thinking about it, but they're shy, think of it also this way. Everybody says it, you know, and it's so true. Every single person out there puts their pants on the same way that you do. Don't give them any power more than they deserve. You're there to have a conversation with them. And if you feel comfortable having a conversation about what your subject matter is, it's just a conversation with a few more. And I love it when, when I think of it that way and I can catch, it depends on the lighting, but when I can catch people, when you can actually see them and you see them engaging, oh, there's nothing better. And if you, if, if, if you feel called to do it, but you're feeling a little, Oh, realize that the very first time that happens, it's like magic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, this is better than anything I've ever experienced. Why was I afraid of this? That is incredible. And I talk about another great example of changing the, the thought of what words mean. When you said that, yeah, everybody gets butterflies, share them. It's that energy that you want to share. I'm like, okay, that's that's something awesome because I'm going to be sharing that with other people who are shared and who, who are scared about speaking and whatnot. So you, are, you you use all that energy. You have all those butterflies. You're spraying it out. Now you're converting those into show uh, shows that you host and uh, different uh, podcasts and interviews and whatnot. 
Um, you have two shows. You have the Tour of Love and also Service Heroes. Uh, tell us more about that, how those came about, and also what makes those amazing? What, like, why do the people need to see, hear it and see it? Well, I have three shows now um, that are mine. Um, Service Heroes came about... <laughs> All right. So my doctors and nurses say we we can't, because of the laws of the land, HIPAA, we can't do what you can. People are feeling isolated and alone, and we need people to realize that they're not and help them to have the healing mindset that they can make it. And so when, um, and by then I had been speaking for a while for other reasons, professionally and such. Um, and so when I started this, it was like, okay, then I'm just going to find a way to get up on a stage in front of a mic, something, you know, that's where I'm going to start. And I went, I was a last minute invite. Uh, I had just been to Florida and, um, and I was the person that <laughs> if someone at the last minute canceled, call Tamara, she'll show up, you know, uh, because you gotta, you gotta put that energy out there. And so I'm like, okay, I had just got back from Florida and I think I had been somewhere right before that. And literally I get the call. You need to be on the road because I was in Phoenix. You need to be on the road right this minute. And I knew that I needed a nap. And so someone went with me, thank goodness. And it was a unique experience. I did. I usually would just go on myself. So we get there. I have this other person dropping me off and doing all these things. And, and, and so my usual routine was not my usual routine which was perfect in this situation. So I got to be at where I needed to be. I was early, thank goodness. And I got to be there while they were setting up and get to, and I love to get to know people. I got to know the AV person or the person that was doing the video for the event. And um, they're like, I'm looking to see if you have any video. You have no video content. I'm like, I know. I barely, you know, when I started this, I didn't even have a Facebook page. Twitter, I thought was a bird, and you know, all those neat things. You know, I, I, uh, I, I was kind of behind, and yet I was running a digital, you know, movement, and no video. So the person said, "Okay, are you up to challenges?" I'm said, "Oh, bring it on! <laughs> sure, I love them." Okay, well, it sounds like we'll go for the big one. I said, "Go for the gusto," and it was. 365 days of awesome. You have to create some kind of video, some kind of something, some kind of digital project. You know, it can be live, it can be whatever. Um, and uh, you have to do it for 365 days in a row. I'm like, done. I'll take it. <laughs> and then I'm like, what am I going to do with this? So I didn't even know how to go live on Facebook. I'm like, okay, that's what I'll do. I'll do something on live on Facebook. And then um, I had a mentor and we were troubleshooting it. And I'm really into honoring people and hearing their stories. And I believe that we need to serve each other. If we can serve each other in the world, we're going to see a better world. And I wanted to honor those that were serving. And so that's how Service Heroes started. 365 days of awesome celebrate success through service. And at first, I'm like, how do you even go live on Facebook? I didn't know. And then it was, how do I bring on a guest? Oh, that was comical. Uh, I think I tried for two or three weeks. 
And each time, and so then people kept showing up because, hey, can she do it today? No, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. And so <laughs> they were all trying to give me suggestions and I, a community started and, and it started having an energy of its own. And that became the bigger brand before even the nonprofit. And then um, from there, Service Heroes uh, was became pretty popular there for a while. And so then I was asked to come on to a network, a TV network and with the show. And by then, Tour of Love was, I had also, don't see challenges. I love them. They're opportunities. So it was like, okay, no one's decided to do the Jerry Lewis telethon. Why not? We have Giving Tuesday now. He didn't have Giving Tuesday. We do. I have a nonprofit. Why not? So I'm like, okay, 24 hours live in Las Vegas. I can do that. I can host 24 in a row. So on Giving Tuesday, I decided to do that. The first brand was Service Heroes. Well, then by then, I was um, running for Impactor and ended up winning the um, Impactor. And most of those that ran, because we were running against time, not against each other. Many of the ones that I quote unquote ran against ended up coming and joining me with the movement. And so we are a team. Um, you talk about a, a dream team of Impactors, yes. And so Tour of Love was the second year. And I had done 24 hours in Vegas the year before. And I'm like, okay, I can do 36 hours. We're going to, mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, get this thing going up. And that's how tour of love events started. And that's how the show started from there because it's raising the frequency. Everything goes back to the fact that we can, there is healing that we can find within ourselves. Mm -hmm. People that can embrace this, then all the miracles can take place as you find what's going to work for you, traditional, adjunctive, alternative, whatever solutions are going to work for you and the magic within you. Then it's a matter of all of the action, all of the tools, all of the real, like you said, implement. What can you implement? Well, that's what um, those shows started doing because it was like, who who's serving others? That service heroes, fun, 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 fun show. Then tour of love, tour of love. Uh, we did a first season and we're in the pre-production for a second season and it's going to be huge. We've got some really cool things we're working on for second season that we're not completely letting loose yet. And then I started a third show when I ran for the uh, uh, Fab Over 40 and um, got up into the semifinals. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to, of course, get online and talk to people because that's the very best way to be able to make something happen. Mm -hmm. So I started, uh, let's talk fab Yillis <laughs> with Tamara. And right now I've got guest hosts because it's a fun show. It's a panel show. And we dive in uh, on a subject, you know, with subject matter experts uh, to to whatever that subject is about our fabulous lives. And we talk, we do touch some pretty big stuff yet again, mindset, anything and all things can be overcome. Mm -hmm. You can switch it around, turn that frown upside down and smile in a right way. Am I going to say that the most horrible things that could happen in this world could apply? Yeah, I am. I am. Mm -hmm. 
you may need a lot of help and you may you may feel that you're in a dark 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 place yet listen to my words there are miracles and there's opportunities in every single dark challenge that we've been given because I do believe, I absolutely know that we are not given anything that we don't have that spark of genius within us to overcome. We just have to find it and it might need to be ignited. Yes. And you might be inspired by someone else. Yes. And that's okay. Allow for their energy to flow into you. It's that raising of the frequency. When two or more are together, miracles happen. Wow, that is incredible. Um, you, you talked about you had a mentor. You talked about at the very beginning, you had a buddy that when the two of you were together, uh, th- things are happening. Now, there's lots of people out there who are are looking at a challenge or an opportunity, but they're too too afraid to ask for help or reach out to somebody to go, hey, how do I do this? Or can you guide me? How do you How do you help those who are too afraid to ask? Okay, it goes back. I'm going to give a real quick answer on this one. I was, I 18 years, I was a high level recruiter headhunter and I ran teams. I had my own business at the time where I worked for a Fortune 100 in management. And I, I always start everybody the same way. I want you to, for 30 days, I want you to stand in front of your mirror for three minutes and say, I love rejection. I love rejection. I love rejection and i want you to do it with a smile i love rejection and when people then realize that each rejection each moment of challenge is a step closer to the yes to the to what the goal is to what the desire is then anything that's holding you back embrace it as they say embrace the suck you know there's something to it and and so it might sound silly, yet it works. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I've seen I've seen many that I hired like, okay, I really hope that they're and they embraced it, they did it, and golly, they end up being top producers. Wow. Anything is possible. Yeah. And yeah. And, and don't give it permission or energy or power over you take control mm-hmm. very very cool stuff now i know you're also a five-time best-selling author you have your books in the back there and uh, tell us more about those and how people get could get in touch with you to get those books well these right here are workbooks uh, people ask me how i do what i do because i get a lot of things done and i block time and i'm organized i sit down in the morning i sit down in the evening i figure things out everything I'm sharing. I have daily mantras. I, I'm gratitude, you know, time block, uh, you know, and, and figure out. And then I, every Sunday I do things, you know, for the week. And these are 90 day workbooks here. Um, my, and they're called the, my big dream life because, you know, yeah, I could put a name, but it's like, I'm visual and I'm like, okay, dream, you know, dare to dream. So those are those. And on my website, it's my name, TamaraLHunter.com. You just go to the My Big Dream Life series and you can find out about those. And they're they're basically a cost 
That's because I really want people to be able to go out there and accomplish what it is that they, and they're, you know, they're, they're interactive and they have, you know, cool sayings and all the neat stuff. And then, then the books that I've been involved in, I, I get approached a lot on projects and um, they have to be something that really talked to my heart and my soul to, to join. And um, the very first bestseller that I was involved in, it was a chapter book, you know, a compilation. It took us two years to create it. I mean, it wasn't just a, you know, and it, it, went it dove deep into my story and then each one of the um books that i've been involved in um have done exactly that and it's kind of like there's been a progression and um and when i can share because yeah almost you name it you know i've had that opportunity to grow through it mm -hmm. and um and when people can say, oh, wow, you did it. I can too. Those are the projects that excite me. And that, and and then they take on a life of their own. And they become bestsellers because I do believe that the projects need to be, they need to be in people's hands because they're going to make a difference. Awesome. Whatever that focus is. Yeah. No, you're also a person who gives back to the community. Uh, you have the uh, Chemo Buddies for Life uh, program what's what do people need to do to support that how do people get involved how did that come about you know thank you for asking right now um how that came about was because of my original buddy and i and my doctors and nurses saying you need to go out there and do something and that's what started this um right now volunteers are the way that really we could be served people that want to get in there we're digital so it really makes it we have people all over the world that are part of our movement and uh because there's a lot of really great brick and mortars out there there wasn't pre-covid there were no digital um groups and um now they are there are ours is different though because we really focus in on both the patient and those people that love and support them. And truthfully, our volunteers are the ones that get the most out of it because it's service, it works that way. It's just like you're gonna teach something, you learn more as a teacher than you do as a student, same thing in service. And so anybody that's interested in serving, giving of their heart and soul and time, um, that's where we really are looking for the focus. And then from there, if they have any other uh, desires to help or if they are in need of a community that shares a lot of love, uh, then, you know, right now we're focusing on and we, we have our community housed in Facebook. We've done it in a variety of different ways right now. That's what's working for us. I am, and I ha I can't really go into it yet, guys, but soon I will be. I uh, was approached last year, and we're just about to start making some announcements of some big stuff that's going to be coming, and that is going to be exciting for all involved, and it's going to incorporate the buddies, is what we call ourselves, um, into it in huge, huge ways, plus so much more. Um, I, I'm so excited, so excited about, uh, towards the end of this year and going into next year, boy, watch out for miracles. You're going to see plenty of them.
awesome yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm just hearing you talk about them makes me very excited about what's coming on, and I don't even know what's coming up. So, <laughs> great stuff. Um, let's put you back on the world stage. Uh, you have a few minutes to share with the world one last message that you would like to sh- everybody remember you for. I, you already gave a lot of great nuggets. You gave a lot of great quotes already. But what's that one thing that you want to represent you for people to remember for? What I want people to understand is that if you ever look up hashtag healing through connections, it's on my website, it's all over the nonprofit, it's just about on every post I ever do. There is true healing through connections, connection within yourself, connection within your belief system, connection within uh, with others and connection within community. And there's so much in that. Yet the thing that I want people to understand is that that connection, when you think of the connection and the friction, you know, and the sparks, think about sparks going off of this connection. And that is that there's so many possibilities and you can be inspired and you're going to be ignited and then you're going to impact your own life and the life of others. And that is going to be by taking those baby steps into healing through connections. Nice stuff. Good words to live by. And hopefully everybody remembers that and gets connected with you to learn more, to to get your books, to see your shows and all that great stuff. And for all the stuff that's coming up that nobody knows about yet. So very, very excited about that. Uh, now, before I let you go, I know you have lots of things to deal with because lots of surprises are coming up. But I got five quick questions for you. Give me the first thing that comes to mind. You're stranded on a deserted island, one food to eat for the rest of your life, no consequence. Uh, chocolate malt. <laughs> Hollywood calls and goes, hey, we think that your story is amazing. We would love to do a biopic of you. Uh, who would you cast to play you? Oh, good question. Uh, when I was younger, it would have been probably Meg Ryan. Um, I, you know, um, we'll go with Meg Ryan back back in the day. Yeah. So Meg Ryan shows up at your door and goes, hey, I got casted to play you in this biopic. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. And he goes, no problem. Let me take you out for a night. So what would that night look like? You know, it would, it would be, it would probably be quiet, a place that had yummy, probably Italian food that we could, you know, just talk. And then um, probably because there's a lot of shows around where I am. I'm in the Ozarks where there's a lot of theaters and it'd probably be now let's go catch, a, you know, something and um, have some fun. Awesome. Uh, is there a sport event or something that you wish you could have won the gold medal in oh yes um i was a dancer way back in the day mm-hmm. and i would have loved to have been able to dance on broadway very very cool and my last question before i get there give me a number from one to five at three one two three so if you had to relate success to lightning how is success like lightning um the energy the energy that comes from lightning as that bolts about to hit i mean you get a boom with energy and um with with lightning and it is that it's targeted it is impactful it is energy that is confined and you know and if you 
take that kind of energy that is in a lightning bolt and you apply that very laser focused, very lightning focused. And then the, the sparks that, you know, let's, what is it going to hit? Where is that going to land? And then celebrate the boom. Mic drop. <laughs> I see that. So that's how success is like lightning. Um, thank you very much for your time. All the great stories, all the great nuggets of wisdom that you shared here. It was awesome. Uh, I had a great time learning from you today and I hope everybody else has too. So for everybody else, make sure you connect with uh, Tamara, uh, her, her website, her videos, all that great stuff. You can learn a lot, connect with her, get in touch with her. Uh, and yeah, any final words from you? We're going to have to have you on uh, a panel and have you on one of the shows and, awesome. you know, get you uh, uh, because you are excellent also. And so thank you for this time and thank you everyone. Remember you have the power within that you uh, can raise the frequency in your world. And we together, all of us, you, me, all of us, we will change the world with our hearts. Thank you for your time. Nicely done. She is Tamara. My name is Fong Chuan. Until next time. Today is the day to lock your peak potential. We'll see you later.